thanks for joining me on the Bold Platform podcast. My name is Adrian, and I'm the creator and host of the podcast. If this is your first episode, it's really great to have you listening. Um, a little bit about the podcast if you haven't listened before. So I developed the podcast in February of 2019, um, so about eight months ago now, as a way to um, give a platform to women and girls around Australia who have developed these really amazing businesses or projects that are somehow um, helping members of the community or have a community or a social focus. So some of the women that have done it, um, some of the businesses and that have been on the podcast before, uh, of which there are about 30 um, episodes so far, some of them have been through um, some things in their life where they've come out the other side and went, right, I really want to try to make that experience that I've just been through a little bit better for other people. And other people have just seen a need in the community or heard about things and decided to do something about it. So there's some really beautiful and fascinating and interesting stories. So if this is your first episode, definitely I encourage you to go and check out some of the other episodes. I'm, I promise there will be something of interest to you there. Um, if you have listened to some of those other episodes, thank you for tuning into another episode. It's really great to have um, to have developed a little bit of a following now with the podcast. So thank you so much for your support. It's really, um, it's really great to see the downloads ticking over each week because it means more and more people are being exposed to the guest stories and so that obviously they can then go and support them and follow their social media or buy their products or engage in their services and help those women and girls get get their businesses and their ideas out there. So we usually kick the episode off by welcoming our guests and allowing our guests to um, tell us exactly what it is that they're doing. I find that no one can ever really explain their business as well as the person who came up with it themselves. So in saying that, I would love to welcome Christy from Dented Diva to the Bold Platform podcast. Hello. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Now, I will be very transparent. This is the second time Christy and I have recorded this episode because I don't think there's any point in pretending like everything is perfect. There were some really important messages that we really wanted to get across with Christy's episode. And um, upon reflection after the episode, we thought, oh, there's more, there's more of Christy's story that we want to share. So instead of kind of adding them in and cutting up episodes, we just went, you know what, let's just do it again. Let's have another chat. We obviously really enjoyed each other's <laughs> company, albeit. Um, online company last time. We so did. we decided to jump on and and chat again. So um, for me, I'm very lucky because I get to hear Christy's story again. <laughs> but for the listeners, this is the first time. So Christy, I would love for you to share with everyone what Dented Diva is all about. All right. Well, for the second time <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dented Diva is, um, it's my small business that I started myself um, over a year ago now. And and it is pretty much affordable and unique acrylic earrings for everyone. Okay. In a nutshell, that's it. <laughs> that's amazing. Now, I'm just going to let, um, you know, Christy, we do have like a little bit of static on the uh, line. I know you mentioned that um, it's quite windy where you are by the yes. beach. So tell us about where you live and, and that beautiful town that, that you not only live now, but also grew up in. 
Okay, well, I was born and bred a sweet potato farmer's daughter, so I'm initially from a small farming village uh, called Coogin, which is on the border of New South Wales and Queensland. And my husband and I have recently moved back to the area and we now reside in a beautiful seaside village called Pottsville, which is, I'd say, probably about 20 minutes north of Byron Bay. Beautiful. And so what made you come home? Um, well, over the years, we've done a bit of, bit of traveling. We were sort of, we both met and got married while we're in the military, believe it or not. So we spent, I spent a majority of my teenage years and early twenties, um, living away, traveling the world and traveling Australia. So I really just wanted to come back to, you know, my grassroots, I guess you'd say. And your family still resides there? Yeah. So my parents um, are still living on the original farm. So our family wow. farm sort of, it's been around for, I think it is four generations now. So like over 90 years. Mm. Uh, so yeah, mum and dad are still there. And then I've got my brother and sister quite close as well, which is lovely. And so you've all, you're all living now within quite a close uh, distance to each other. Yeah, not far at all. So, you know, within 15, 20 minute drive, which is, which is great. Can't complain. (laughs) And how do you find that after being away from your family for extended periods of time when you were in the military? Um, to tell you the truth, I've always, I come from a really, we're a really close family unit. So, um, I always long to be back home. I was I think I was insanely homesick for my entire military career, it's safe to say. So for Mm. eight years, all I wanted to do was get back home. Yeah. And, And now what is life like for you now that you are back around your family and, you know, running a small business? Obviously, that would be starkly different from the military oh Oh, yeah 100 I mean working for myself I find it definitely has its ups and downs but it's um it's definitely created more of a balanced lifestyle for myself so mentally and emotionally I feel like I'm I'm more stable I guess and it's nice to know that you know family aren't far away either when you need a little bit of help if you need some help getting a few things done for Dental Diva. If someone wants to package some orders for me or peel some acrylic, then they're not far away. <laughs> and likewise, I'm sure it's nice for them to have another member of the family um, there for support and celebrations and occasions and all the good da- days and the bad days and all the days in between, I guess, that uh, oh. any kind of family goes through. Yeah, 100%. Look, I mean... Mum and I um, have always been extremely close and I don't think there's been a day in the last, oh, when did I leave home? When I was 19, since I was 19, that we haven't spoken. So mm. I know um, she enjoys having me home. So that's, um, yeah, we were always the ones missing from the birthdays and Christmas and things like that. So it's mm. definitely nice to be able to make that up, I guess. <laughs> definitely. So let's go back then. What? Ooh, um, yeah. <laughs> let's go right back and then work our way forward to um, okay, getting, okay. getting your mum to peel acrylic off the back of earrings for you. Why the military? Yep. And was that sort of your first career step or was it something before that? Um, that's a good question. So I, for as long as I could remember all through, um, you know, primary school and my teenage years in high school, I really wanted to be a nurse. I had this thing in me that I just had to help people and that's what I wanted to do right or wrong. Mm. So I started, you know, preparing myself for my HSC to study nursing at university. And unfortunately, I didn't quite get the grades that I wanted, even though I was quite studious. Mm. Um, And I randomly stumbled across a uh, 
actually, I lie. I did go to university, but I only went for about six months and it was to do a bridging course that I never completed mm-hmm. <laughs> to get me into nursing. And um, it was at a careers expo that I stumbled across a military, like a little military stand with some army and air force guys standing there promoting the, promoting the military and thought, you know what, maybe I could be a nurse in the army Let's, or, or the air force. Mm. And they sort of convinced me on that day that, yep, this is what I want to do. <laughs> so that's where it started, I guess. Wow. And so what was then sort of the process to, um, to get into the military? Oh, yeah. So when I stumbled across that little military stand at uni, I was very unfit and I had probably never really done a hard day's work in my life, physical labor that is, um, apart from working on the family farm in school holidays. But um, I had to learn to run. I had to learn to do, you know, proper GI Jane push-ups, I like to call them. And I had to be mentally and physically fit. So there was uh, a lot of pre-testing before actually getting into the military. So you had to sit psych screenings and interviews with medical officers and do all sorts of kind of psychometric testing. Okay. Yeah, it was quite tough. And then how long the, were you in the, the military for? Uh, so I served for, it was just on eight years. So I joined in 2003 when I was 19, first one to leave home out of the three of us kids. So that was quite tough for mum and dad mm. um, and my brothers and sister. And, um, yeah, served for eight years and, and um, discharged. And so what was life like, um, you know, you hear different things on the news and in um, other accounts of people that have been in the military, both men and women, that it's not necessarily the easiest place for females. And is was that your experience of your time there as well? Oh, look, it's definitely, well, this is going back some some years, you know, I can't really say, I can't really speak for women. For- Women in the military now, obviously, but when I joined, there were very few females in the army and it mm. was very much a, a male-dominated workplace. So, I I mean, I look back on my time in the military and I have a lot of fond memories and I'm so mm. grateful for the places that, you know, the places I travelled to and the experiences I had because they obviously they shaped me into who I am sure. today. Um, but I think I just... I didn't fit the army mold. I don't think I think that's the best thing to say. Mm. I just didn't fit the mold and they could they couldn't they couldn't crack me or make me into what they wanted to. So that's why I actually found my time in the military quite tough. And how did that then play out when you mentioned that you met your partner, your now husband whilst you were there? Um how did that play out in a you know, male female relationship where you had one sort of experience and perhaps his experience was somewhat different to yours? Look, I think um, him being in the military was was probably a godsend really because we really understood each other. Even though mm-hmm. his experience might have been that little bit different, mm. he still had moments and times where he struggled with the military too and, in fact, he's struggling more so now that he's out. Um, but the fact that we had that connection was what really helped us grow and be strong as a couple, I think. Mm. And how long did the process of you deciding that that wasn't the space that you wanted to be and take, like, was that a quick decision or is it something where you look back now and you go, oh, I was actually working up to that decision for quite some time or was it more just a I'm done, I'm out, like my time's up type thing? To be honest, throughout my military career, I had a lot of moments where I was thinking, oh, my God, what am I doing? I can't believe I signed my life away for six years. I mean, I was 19. That's still 
still quite young and you don't really know what you're getting getting yourself in for, I guess. And the fact, you know, I started to realise, wow, this is not me at all. But I, I couldn't get out. I couldn't leave, you know. I was contracted. So um, in the end it was, well, I've done my time. I've done more than my time. Um, you know, enough's enough. I need to go and explore the world a little bit more and just be me, I think. That was the the crux of it. I just needed to be myself. And what is the process, the discharge process? What does that um, entail? I guess for a lot of people that don't have exposure, or, you know, their family is not in the military or they themselves haven't been, I guess we just kind of see things in movies and on the news or these <laughs> stories. Like what is it, what is that process actually like once you've decided? Yeah, so for me, I was actually quite lucky. I was um, employed in a special forces unit um, towards the end of my last posting. So he, my commanding officer was very, very happy for me to be, you know, he was sad to see me go, but he was happy for me to be leaving the army and heading off into the big, bad, wide world to do something that I really wanted to do. So signing off for me and getting out of the military probably took place in the space of less than three months. So that is extremely quick when you're looking at military discharge. Okay. So when you came out of that and went, right, what do I want to do now? Was it as simple as, you know, jumping on seek like most other people do when they're looking for a job or had you already (laughs) started to make connections or did you go straight into the business? How did that then transition to where you are now? Oh, wow. Um, there were probably when I started looking for jobs. So I actually, um, I started looking on seek. Yeah. And I started to just Googling basic nursing jobs around because with, um, you know, being a medic in the army, I had some qualifications that would allow me to do some basic um, nursing roles. So I started, yeah, Googling jobs in the area and then uh, I found something, went for the interview and I was like, right, well, I can start in in January. Uh, They were thinking, great, we'll have you. And I gained position at a um, HIV and AIDS uh, medical facility in Sydney. So I was commuting every day on the train, you know, an hour each way and hubby was still in the army and I think there's probably a space of about five or six or even seven years between that and when Dentadiva came about, so quite a while. Yeah. And so Dentadiva, as we alluded to earlier, is a earring business that you have. Mm -hmm. Had you always had an interest in jewellery or accessories, but how did that sort of come about? Yeah, so I've always had an interest in fashion and jewellery and I look back from photos when I was, you know, early teens and late early 20s and I was always sort of dressed differently. I always had a thing for just being different or standing out in the crowd. So, And I think earrings for me have always been that statement piece that it just fits. When nothing else fits, your earrings always fit. They're kind of like shoes. So yes, I thought, that is well, so true. You know, man, <laughs> they just fit and, they, you know, they always make you feel good because they always fit. You're never fighting with them. So I think, yeah. well, you know, maybe that's where it sort of came from. I wanted to be able to give that to other women as well. Mm. And how would you explain your style? Like obviously a podcast is an audio medium. <laughs> so for those that can't see you and haven't looked at your social media yet, how would you explain your style and then the style of the earrings? Because obviously it's so much incorporates your own personal style. Yeah, sure. I I like to think I'm colorful and quirky. Like when you look at me, there's no black. <laughs> That's right. for sure. I'm like a rainbow on a rainbow on legs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> that's awesome. I, a rainbow that. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> yeah, put that on your business yeah. cards. <laughs> and so then Dented Diva is kind of then an extension of you then. De- definitely. It's like putting Christy on your earlobes, I think, you know. <laughs> um, and that quirky, fun, different, colourful, I really struggle to make black earrings and earrings my customers are always at me for those kind of colors and I really struggle to make those styles and designs so when you decided that um the nursing world maybe is not the space that you wanted to be in ongoing or longer term um uh, about a year ago you mentioned that you'd started the business where did you start you know one thing I always love to ask guests especially when their background has you know in terms of qualifications or training or any study or education or work experience that they have especially when it's so different to where they're at now it's like what were those first steps that you (laughs) took yeah so when I started Dentadiva I was actually working a um, sales rep um, job for the last seven years for a medical sales company so I was looking after about 20 accounts across Queensland and doing a lot of traveling so very um, unrelated to anything fashion or jewelry um, I guess you'd say but a lot of I guess I had the business background that really helped me get Dented Diva going Um, but I did study HSC art in high school and I had been accepted for early entry as an art teacher into the University of Armidale and I actually declined that so I think the artistic vibe is it's it's in my body, it's in my bones. Mm. So it just needed to come out. <laughs> and so you decided that earrings would be the way to do that. Did you then start, um, you know, seeking out other jewellery business owners and asking for advice or did you do, you know, courses about starting your own business or jewellery making? What was, what was sort of the natural progression to where the business is at today? I'm sitting here shaking my head going, no, I did none of those things. Um, I just went into it full-fledged. I was like, right, I'm going to start an earring business. I'm going to make earrings and I'm going to start today. So, um, And that's very typical of me and my personality. When I want to do something, I do it and I do it right and I do it until I can't do it anymore. So, um, yeah, I actually (laughs) started rolling clay. So I was making clay earrings initially on our kitchen table. That's where Dented Diva began. Um, and Paula McClay earrings were sort of on trend, I guess, at the time. But I was thinking, you know what, these aren't just, they're not sparkly and bright enough for me. So I need to, I think I need to move into the acrylic world. So, um, you know, we were sort of doing markets every weekend for about six months with my clay and, you know, they were doing okay, but it wasn't anything fantastic. And then I thought, yep, I'm going to acrylic. Bring on the sparkles, baby. And why Dented Diva? What does that name mean to you and where did that name sort of come from? <laughs> so Dented, I get asked this question a lot. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't apologise because, you know, what? to tell the truth, it just sort of happened. I um, I started a mood board, I guess you'd call it a mood board mm. or an ideas board when it was sort of at the beginning and I just started throwing random words and running random words on this board and for some reason, those two words came together and I was thinking, you know what, well, I'm a bit of a diva, but I'm a bit rough around the edges. So Dented Diva, that's that's it. That's that's the Perfect. name. So I've stuck with it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. Relating to Dented Diva, I had a man walk past my stall at the markets once and he said, oh, Dented Diva, I've met a few of them in my time, love. Oh, my had a gosh. Bit of a chuckle to himself and kept... <laughs> 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 so I won't forget that. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is a cracker. Just a bit of a side note. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You've probably been waiting to use that line yeah. for a while. <laughs> probably. Probably. That's awesome. <laughs> so tell us about what the earring range looks like now in terms of the different types you have, the different um, ranges, where that inspiration comes from. Yeah, so inspiration, I guess, is it's daily. Um, I try to sort of look at what's on trend, you know, what colours are coming for the next season, what shapes are in. Um, and I'm always, I carry a book with me and I'm always writing ideas down or sketching up little drawings that look like they've been done by a two or three year old. Mm. Um, but they eventually get turned into ideas. So our range is quite, it has actually become quite diverse. You know, we've got, um, studs for, um, for little people, um, you know, around the $7 mark. And then we've got our big, you know, the big kahuna dangles, I should say, the big bright yeah. sparkly look at me dangles at the other end, you know, that's sort of pricing around 35 or 40. So, yeah, there's a lot in there. And those big dangly ones range from everything from Wonder Woman to Love Hearts to, you know, just general shapes to superheroes yes. and everything in between, right? <laughs> yeah, you, na- you name it and it's there. I'm always thinking of ideas or, you know, drawing inspiration from somewhere. And so we sort of we have our standard acrylic range and that sort of means, I guess, you know, there's acrylic cutters in Australia that any acrylic earring maker can purchase from. So we have those standard shapes and we have our um, graphic design shapes, you know, I work with a graphic designer to create certain styles um, and a lot of our print and then we have our printed designs. So they're very unique to our business. You know, you won't get them anywhere else. They're a dented diva specialty. And so when you say we, Christy, talk me through who that involves. You obviously mentioned your mum before who helps with peeling the acrylic. So who is that? Who is the we that you talk about? Who is Who helps Dental Diva? I'm thinking maybe I've got a, you know, a, a split personality or something sometimes because I say we a lot. And I think when I say that I refer to, um, I do refer to my family. So my husband, because we've actually started getting busier and busier and busier over the last year, our growth has been amazing. Um, I have needed to sort of get a bit of help here and there. So my mm. husband now, all the boxes ready for packing. So he has his little pile in the corner and when it gets slow, he knows he has to has to box some more and he'll put the packaging labels on the boxes. And then I've got my mum that helps with the peeling of the acrylic. And um, my father used to cut the bubble wrap that went into the boxes for me, but now I've found a different way to do that. So dad's out of a job now, but that's okay. I'm sure <laughs> dad I'll got made redundant. Here. The next few years, so yeah, Dad got made redundant already. So we have we have a little joke in the family where we have employee numbers. So Mum's zero 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 one and zero 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 two, and and they fight about who's number one and who's number two. I love it. Who's doing the most work? And so it's a bit of an in joke. And so, what is the process? So, say you 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 go out somewhere tonight, you see something that kind of catches your eye, you scribble something down in your book. Talk us through the process from going out for dinner tonight for mm-hmm. to me jumping on your website and buying that pair of earrings Ooh, okay <laughs> so yeah usually what happens once I've got the idea in my head and I know what sort of colors I want to use I will um if it's a custom shape for us I will then pass my two or three year old looking drawing onto my graphic designer so she can have a good chuckle when she gets it on the other end and sort of <laughs> try and decipher what it is I'm trying to draw and um she will bring it to life so I work closely with my graphic designer and she's amazing so she has a lot of input into I guess the final product so we work Mm. hand in hand for 
potentially a couple of days until we get the design right and then um, they'll be put into what's called vector files and then they'll be shipped off to my laser cutter to be cut and then they've, they'll arrive and then they've, they come with a, um, a plastic film or a paper backing which then needs to be peeled. Thank you, Mum. Yep. So Mum does the peeling for me and then um, I'll get those pieces back and then they have to be assembled and glued and dried from there they then need to be photographed and uploaded and placed all over Instagram so people can see what's coming Mm. Um, and then yeah they'll be pretty much ready for purchase on the website and that can be done in oh look I can have a three two or three day turnaround if I really wanted to if I work my butt off (laughs) yeah and so your website you use some sort of like Shopify or something like that to be able to make that purchase that make the sale I beg your pardon Yeah, sure do. So when I first started, I was using an Etsy platform, but I found, Mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, that's a lie. I was just selling to friends and family and then I was selling randomly on Instagram and then, yeah, managed to get Etsy. So started with Etsy, but they didn't support Afterpay and that's something we offer and I find without Afterpay in this world, people, you just won't get the traffic. So Really? I realized, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we needed a website and that's what we did. So we've actually just celebrated one year of being online with our website. So oh, that's, that's amazing, awesome. I think. <laughs> we've survived. And um, yeah, so we use Shopify. Shopify is our platform and it, it works really well for me. What have been for you in terms of um, sort of some of those days that really stand out as highlights for you? What have been those really key kind of milestones for you where you thought, okay, this is like, you know, this is going to be something. This is not just going to be something that I start and finish and go back to nursing or go back to medical sales. Have there been like those moments that really stand out for you? Oh, look, definitely. And I mean, when I look back, sometimes it's really easy to forget how far you've come and Mm. I can be quite hard on myself. And it's not until I get a kind reminder from my husband or my mom or dad or, you know, brother or sister that say, hey, come on, like, look at, look at where you are. And it's not necessarily, necessarily about money or growth sometimes it's about the customers and the the customer base that you've formed and how you are growing in that regard I guess a lot of the time or how your designs are evolving you know you started here with this crappy looking earring and now you're selling something that could possibly be better than La Visa or Colette or any of those Mm. chain stores so I think it's more those kind of moments that I reflect on. And those moments, I guess, where people take the time to thank you or leave you reviews or send you nice feedback emails and things like that. Oh, definitely. You know, like I'm on Instagram flat out with my business, no word of a lie. And it can be quite punishing, I find, mentally and emotionally sometimes. And um, at the end of the day, it's nice when you do get that you know, you'd be having a really bad day or a bad week and you think, oh, my God, why am I doing this? And then out of the blue you'll get this wonderful message from a customer just saying, oh, you know, I gifted my earrings to a sick friend and she's just changed it, you know, changed her day. She looks amazing in earrings. She feels so empowered and loves them and, you know, you you produce such quality or it's just, oh, you know, keep going, don't give up. You're such an inspiration. And I just sit Mm. back and think, oh, my God, I didn't realise I was having that much impact Mm. on somebody's life. And I think, oh, I do have to get up tomorrow. I've got to keep doing this. It's not just about me anymore. And it's so easy, I think, for people to, you know, have a bad experience or 
you know, get something that, you know, through, you know, no fault of yours or, or, or whoever it might be in the, in the sort of chain that makes those earrings come to life that maybe their quality is not there or they get a cold coffee at the cafe or whatever. It's so easy <laughs> for people to jump online and, you know, leave reviews, but I find it takes, you know, I feel like the positive ones, it's actually people make a lot more effort to really think about what they're saying and to leave, I guess, more personalized feedback so that you know that that product that you're having is having that desired effect on women that, you know, no matter what day they're having, like you said, you can put earrings on, they're always going to fit. It doesn't matter (laughs) how bloated you are or how whatever (laughs) you're feeling that day, what your skin looks like, what your hair looks like, what your outfit looks like. Earrings will always fit. They'll always give you that pep up. And that's exactly that kind of self-esteem and that uplift that you're giving to women. Yeah, 100%. And that's, you know, that's what I've set out to do. One of my mottos is, you know, earrings that help women conquer the world and that's what I want women to be able to do is put my earrings on and go out there and just I don't know leave everyone for dead kick some butt <laughs> yeah kick yeah. some butt yeah on the flip side of um, my question around those highlight days have there been days where you thought oh you know what maybe this isn't worth it after all <laughs> maybe the military wasn't oh. so bad guys <laughs> you know what it's funny you say that because yes and they are on par with the good days there are so many ebbs and flows in working for myself and I never thought that I would feel the lows that I feel I think because it's your own business um or maybe it's just me as a person I put so much pressure on myself to always be a top performer and I'm a perfectionist everything's got to be perfect and when it's not or when you know it's been a bad week of sales or something's just not happening right supplies aren't supplying on time i really start to beat myself up and yeah the the dark days can be quite dark <laughs> what is your um technique or rituals or wh- whatever the word is the ways for you to get yourself out of them or do you just ride with it and know that you'll come out the other side um, I deal really well with feeling really poorly with feeling flat actually, because I'm such an upbeat person normally. And I try and be so positive when I have those bad days, it takes me a bit to get of them. So I think, well, what can I do? You know, I usually vent to a friend, um, or I find if I, I've got to go for a run, I'm such a get up early, go for a big run, start my day, um, Put Instagram down, get off social media is a big mm. thing for me. I find if I can get away from that and Foot massage. Foot massage. <laughs> and I remember we spoke about this last time. Foot massage is my thing. I, I go for one at least once a week or once a fortnight. It is the place where I'm the most zen. <laughs> you, you're on something really funny. I know we talked about this the first time that we recorded, but I just recently took myself away up to the Sunshine Coast of Queensland for a holiday just to get away from my business, get away from the podcast for a bit, although I love both of them. Sometimes you do need just to have a break especially when you do it all on your own Mm -hmm. and I climbed this huge mountain and my feet and my legs (laughs) were killing me and I was like I'll go to the shops I'll grab some food for dinner and I walked past this place and there was this lady laying in a (laughs) massage chair getting her feet rubbed and I was like oh my god this is exactly what Christy was talking about and I just walked straight in and I was like I want what that lady's having and I sat there and had my feet rubbed for 30 minutes and it was 
insanely relaxing like oh nothing. yeah oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> I, I don't lie <laughs> when, you, when um, we recorded the first time I was like oh, okay I don't really like my feet being touched but yeah but then when I saw this lady she was like seriously it looked like she was just levitating she was so relaxed <laughs> and I was like oh this is what Christy was talking about so I, I usually, can definitely recommend yeah. it now too <laughs> I usually fall asleep, fall asleep and start drooling. I think that's what normally happens. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you said that the first time we recorded, I was like, that's actually a really random self-care kind of ritual. But now I'm like, no, "No, I'm, I'm team foot massage a hundred percent. Yep. Good on you. Go girl. (laughs) (laughs) And how does that kind of those days, you know, you mentioned you are such an upbeat person and, and having known, you know, people that I think are somewhat similar to you in my life when they have bad days, I'm like, okay, shit, like if she's having a bad day, guys, we need to be <laughs> The world's going to Like end. <laughs> the sky is falling down. So how do you find that those sort of days impact, say, like with your husband and your relationships with your family? Um, I think they're used to them now. They probably just go, oh, okay, yep, Christy's having a bad day. Well, you know, my husband's great. He'll try and do everything he can, you know, to to make my my bad day better whether it's just cooking dinner or you know sending me to the shower to wash my hair or whatever it is that I need to do to make myself feel good again um you know my family's always there so I think it you know without them I'd be I'd be stuffed (laughs) no I think that's true whether it's you know biological family or people that have become your family I know from people that I talk to like on the podcast and also my friends that have their own businesses and don't necessarily have super close families you know like yourself and and I would put myself in that same category too it's like they without those people that they classify as family they're like I just I wouldn't do it I would have just be in a ball in the corner of the room crying or I would have given this away so long ago without these this core people even though they might not be in the business and you know not everyone's got you know mums that are peeling backs off earrings and things (laughs) like that but whatever role they play um it it just yeah goes to show you that those people even if they do nothing except go I'll make you a cup of tea it's like oh that actually makes a huge difference and believe it or not my customers too like they're so used I do stories on Instagram every day without fail and if I Mm. haven't appeared on Instagram for that morning story, I will usually get a message saying, is everything okay? Are you all right? What's happening? <laughs> SOS. It's like, Christy I'm down. Okay. <laughs> Some days I might be fine. I might just be busy and then get late getting onto Instagram. But, you know, there are, there are customers that actually now rely on my morning stories to pep them up in the morning, which is unbelievable. You know, I never thought I'd have that much impact on people. So, if that's anything, so I have beautiful. to do it for them. That's, that, you know, that's the, that's the reason I, you know, some days I do drag my butt out of bed to get up and, you know, keep things moving. And it just goes to show you that, you know, people do notice and whether it's through social media and there's, you know, there's good and bad of social media, it does show that people, you know, are keeping an eye out for you and they're genuinely interested in how you're going and and they it's almost like that's their conversation with you for the day that's their check-in with you for the day and it's like your customers are becoming like not not friends but almost like friends in a digital kind of way oh I agree a hundred percent it's um it's so bizarre like I I feel like I'm talking to no one but you know I'll have over 700 people a day watching my stories and for me that's huge that might not be a huge number for some other people you know I think it's Um, massive (laughs) and you know I'll be I've been out in in the shops you know at our local shopping center and I've heard this lady go (gasps) I'm thinking oh I turn around is everything okay she goes oh my god you're dented diva 
And I was just like, yes. You're like, guys, I'm famous. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. And that is happening more and more now. It is oh, wow. so bizarre. And it is such a bizarre thing. And I just think, I just pick earrings in my spare room at home. Like, <laughs> what is going on here? You know, so it's a little bit, I do feel a little bit flooded, I guess, but it makes me realize that, wow, what I what I am doing is actually important. So, yeah. And it just goes to show you as well that, you know, there are people out there that are watching your stories that maybe don't have those other people like you might have in your world. And and as I said before, like that check-in with you is almost like checking in with a friend and that's probably ticking a box or, you know, helping other people that are watching your stories and following you on social media more than you'll ever know because they have their own moments of loneliness or um, downtime or needing to get a foot massage and You're just someone's foot massage in a different way. <laughs> yes, no, you're you're definitely right. I agree. So you mentioned <laughs> that you've just celebrated one year of your online sales, which is a mm-hmm. huge achievement. What's coming up for you? That's um, you know another milestone or something that you're sort of really excited about, and it is kind of getting you up every day um, and keeping you motivated. Well, business-wise, we have our Christmas release coming, which I'm super excited about because I really want to put my Christmas tree up already and it's only October. Mm-hmm. I have a sister like that. <laughs> so I'm Christmas surprised day. it's not up already. Yes, I totally understand. Yes, yes. So I am working on Christmas every day at the moment. I'm gluing and peeling and got what to all the Christmas and, you know, listening to Michael Bublé in the background as I do all those things. Oh, yeah, you're um, really, you're so really yeah, method, <laughs> method getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Christmas is coming for us um so that's one to definitely keep an eye out for and um on a side note I have been asked to go and speak at my old high school to the year 11 and 12s um at a careers day oh wow. so that's something that's pretty exciting oh yeah. my gosh that's amazing so to come and tell about your story and share kind yeah. of how you got to where you are yeah, so it kind of it came about because I actually I'm a member of the RSL and I spoke at our local um, Anzac Day and I gave a pretty um, epic speech, I guess you'd say. I'm still mm. known around the community for for the way I spoke that day. And the high school principal approached me on that day and asked if I would come and speak to his students. And I said, yeah, okay, sure, why not? And yeah, he just they just want me to talk about you know, obviously where I sort of went from high school and what I wanted to do and how I've ended up where I am and what I'm doing now. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's it sort of blows my mind a bit actually. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. So that's coming up shortly? It is, yeah, in a few weeks. So I've started jotting some notes down and hopefully I'll be able to get it all finalised by the end of the weekend. So, yeah, in a couple, it's about two weeks' time. So, that's incredible. Good. Congratulations. That's <laughs> yeah, such a, a no, that's a beautiful <laughs> um a beautiful request from them. It's um yeah, that must feel like such an honor. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm I'm totally chuffed, but at the same time I'm shit scared because I'm going to be standing in front of the most judgmental people in the entire world, teenagers. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, so true. <laughs> I'll get through, I'm sure, and if I can pass on a positive message to them you know it can only help make the world a better place I guess yeah absolutely Christy it's very obvious to me when I chat with you and I see your social media um and and watch your stories through um the Bob platform Instagram that 
this is something that you care a lot about and you obviously have a lot of love for it and you're very passionate and like your earrings, your personality is very colorful and bright and bubbly. What What is it that about this business that makes you feel so positive and so happy about the the business that you've built? Um, I guess obviously without my customers, I wouldn't have anything. So f- for me, it's being able to give a little bit back to them. And I think we like to do that in a few ways. And um, one of the things that makes me really happy and really excited to send the orders out to my customers is definitely um, we place handwritten notes in every package. So every customer, regardless whether they're a new customer or returning, will get a handwritten note for myself and it will be personalised. So it will talk wow. about um, possibly where they live, um, what they've ordered by name, thanks for coming back again and, you know, I hope you enjoyed such and such last time, I hope you enjoy these earrings this time. Um, just really take it to a personal level, I guess. So mm. I like to think if that was me receiving those earrings, I, you know, that is something, it, it's a huge point of difference for our business and I think you don't get that a lot in other places. So that makes me happy <laughs> to I know that, that, you know, my customers are receiving that. And, we, you know, we make our packaging colourful. So um, we've recently started putting glitter tape on the outside with our logo and we put confetti glitter inside and some little cards with my face on it so everyone gets to stare at me. Like them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think, yeah, having that point of difference and knowing my customers on the other end are happy, that makes me happy. So definitely, definitely something we provide, provide is, yeah, a little box of joy on the other end. It's a whole dented deeper experience. Absolutely. And outside of the customers that are purchasing them and having, I guess, those moments of um, joy when they're opening it and then mm. that reminder every time they pop them on of that kind of customer experience, what kind of impact um, have you been able to have with, with the, the money that you've made through the earrings? Um, so I guess, do you mean along the lines of like, I guess, you know, where something that we can do as a business is we like to try and give back. So this year we initially in February, um, for International Women's Day, I made a set of earrings where a percentage of every sale made went to Girl Guides Australia. I wanted to Mm -hmm. pick something that was a bit outside the box. And I thought, Mm. well, Girl Guides, you know, it's young girls and women coming up into the world. Um, so we donated a percentage of sale from every earring to them. Um, we've also donated money to the local RSL and then another charity called Red Six, which supports um, lowering the veteran suicide rates. And we've recently um, donated a percentage of sales from our I'm Woman Hear Me Raw earrings again in a different colourway, so in really strong pink and red glitter to the amazing um, So Brave project. So. Yeah, I think I was always told, you know, when you can give back, do. So yeah. that's something that, you know, when we've got a particular range coming out, yeah, if we can do it, then, yeah, we definitely try and do that where we can. So, yeah, that and makes me feel feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't um I didn't realize that there was that additional level of support for the for those charity partners. Obviously, around the veterans and the RSL mm-hmm. and places like that, there's an obvious link between um, the military, your military background. But I haven't yeah, heard sure. of um, So Brave. Yeah, So Brave. Yeah, so they're a foundation um, 
that help empower women with breast cancer. So they're, they're fairly new. They actually do an amazing calendar. So I don't know if you've seen it, but it's whether women paint their bodies and um, they're survivors of breast cancer or other forms of cancer and they have a you know a different woman on every page for each month. So oh, it's a bit of an amazing empowering thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and I came across I'll have to them check them my, out. one of my customers. Yeah, do. Um, one, one of my um, customers actually told me about them. I'd never heard of them either. So it was, um, it was yeah, I felt very privileged to be able to do that for them this year. Yeah, that's incredible. And are there other charities that are on your horizon that, you know, you would like to um, be able to support in the future or is it more around kind of what's sort of on your radar or people within your community, what's, you know, happening for them at that time? I uh-uh. Actually, only had a thought today. I'm pretty sure it is International Men's Day in November. I could be wrong, but I am going to. Yeah, look I think up it later. is October or November. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm all about supporting women, but I'm also all about supporting men. And I've never said that men can't wear earrings too, because I do have male followers. So I think you know, men deserve to be supported as well. So that is something that I'm looking at. Um, but I haven't really gotten past the end of the year yet, to tell you the truth. But yeah, I think totally. Next year they'll definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, be be some more charities that we can hopefully work with and give some donations to that'd be great well if people are listening and they want to not only support you but then allow you to support those charities that you've just mentioned christy where can people find you and purchase your products and also um find you on social media all right. Well, we are everywhere. So we have Facebook under our business name, which is Dented Diva. And we also have Instagram, which is at Dented Diva, or one word. So that's our Instagram handle. And we have our website, which is denteddiva.com.au. And they can see beautiful pictures of you with that <laughs> fantastic jacket. I love that jacket. <laughs> oh, you know what? Funny. But okay, they're talking about the tinsel. She's talking about the tinsel jacket, everyone. You'll see it. Yeah, <laughs> see you can't you get miss it. Instagram. Um, I actually brought that to go to the Spice Girls at Wembley Stadium this year from another beautiful small business um, in Australia. So, yeah, I I busted that out and I was actually going to wear it today because I was feeling a bit tired. So I thought, maybe I should wear my tinsel jacket. That'll pep you right up. (laughs) I love it. You wouldn't have known. (laughs) No. Well, I do love that jacket and what better place to wear it than to a Spice Girls concert. That's epic. 100%. 100%. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. So, um, for those that are listening, as Christy mentioned, the website there is Dented Diva, so D-E-N-T-E-D-D-I-B-A.com.au and you can buy all the amazing earrings. There's studs and there's jangles and there's other accessories like hair bows and key rings and mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful range of really bright and colourful and uplifting um accessories there which you can see and you can also learn a little bit more about Christy's story Um, and there's also a section there I spotted earlier around custom orders so if there's something that you're looking for then um, definitely reach out to Christy and chat with her you can also obviously find Christy on Facebook and Instagram as well at the Dented Diva and the Instagram page is so beautiful and colorful and you can get straight to the products straight from that page so that's a really awesome spot to um, start tagging your your friends and family and give them some Christmas present ideas of some some earrings or some accessories that you're after, especially once <laughs> the um the Christmas range comes out. So please do go and um go and check out Christie's work and support her where you can. There really is something for everyone. There's some smaller things and some more understated things and some really beautiful, bright and loud and colorful and big items there as well. So there really would be something for all the girls and boys in 
in your life. So please, um, please jump on and check out Christy's work because it, it is beautiful. I'm excited to, um, yeah, add a couple of items to my cart for my Christmas shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me again. I really appreciate um, you taking the time to chat with me and to take the time to share your story and what Dented Diva is all about. And also to, I guess, be really transparent about the different things that you've tried in your life, in your career and why you tried them and and the places that you got to and went, hang on, this isn't me. Cause, um, I think it's really important to be able to show people that, you know, there's a there's often other ways that you can get to the same point around, you know, your nursing career as a good example mm. around not getting the score you wanted. I know it's HSC time, you know, around the time that we're <laughs> recording this, there's so much pressure on the young ones. And, you know, I do understand that, but as someone who got, you know, a I don't know, 50 something in my HSC and <laughs> did six months of university and then went, oh, I really hate this and didn't do anything else. I understand that, um, you know, from my own personal experience as well, there's different ways that you can get to running businesses and having amazing careers and starting your own podcast and going to the military and then ending up with a jewelry business and who knows what else after after this for you. So I really appreciate um, your honesty and transparency when you shared, um, you know, how you got to to where you are today and what and how Dental Diva became um, what it is because um, it definitely doesn't look like on the surface to someone it doesn't it comes with a military background so <laughs> I really appreciate that Christy um, so thank you so much for coming on thank you everyone for listening and yeah thank you Christy I really appreciate you um you coming on the Bold Platform podcast no problem at all thanks for having me back and um yeah I look forward to seeing where Dental Diva is heading in the future, I guess, and looking forward to having everyone over to check out our page. Mm-hmm.